This podcast is sponsored by Blue Butterfly, the go-to cocktail bar and place to meet on Earl Street, Maidstone. Bluebutterfly.co.uk. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Wednesday, October the 13th. Hope you're OK. We're starting off with news that 35 people have been arrested after members of Insulate Britain blocked the M25 near the Dartford Crossing. Police were called to two demonstrations just over the river in Essex during this morning's rush hour. Retired GP Dr Diana Warner was among those who glued their hands to the carriageway. I glued the road because this is what it's taking to protect our children and it seems to be making a difference. People are coming to thank us so I would ask you if you think that what we are asking is important to take action, to try and take that step, to take any action however small. It's just the very first step, it's the best step to level up Britain and communities by providing hundreds of thousands of jobs locally through hopefully through local firms and hopefully with uh, sustainable materials that won't harm the environment. So we can can do it so that houses are cool in the summer and warm in the winter. Video has also emerged of angry drivers dragging protesters from the road before police arrived. Now, the group are demanding the government does more to make homes greener, and this is the 13th time they've taken action. They've previously blocked the Swanley Interchange and the Port of Dover. Today's action comes despite several injunctions to try and stop them blocking roads, including the threat of a prison sentence. But it's got a lot of you commenting again on our socials and on the story itself. On Facebook, Lissy Hall says, what is the point of an injunction if it's just going to be ignored and difficult to enforce? Terence White has added, so how did the protesters get to the places to protest about? By car, bus or walk there? Darren Knight says, to help the environment, let's hold all those vehicles up with their run engines, creating more pollution into the atmosphere. Intelligent people go get real jobs. And finally, Helen Josephine has said, this is feeling more and more like a protest against the general public going about their everyday lives rather than an environmental protest. Well, you can let us know your thoughts by commenting on the story itself or on our Facebook and Twitter. Kent Online News. Other top stories today, and a teenager's been treated in hospital after being stabbed by a stranger in a park near Gravesend. The 18-year-old was approached by three teenage boys while sitting on a bench near Meadow Lane in New Ash Green on Monday evening. His injury is not thought to be life-threatening. A Maidstone man's appeared in court accused of causing death by dangerous driving after the victim of a hit-and-run caught COVID while being treated in hospital. 69-year-old Christopher Pack was knocked down on Milton Street last December and died a month later. Smail Afafsa, who's 54 and from Basilgetty Rise, was allegedly driving the wrong way down a one-way street. He's due at Crown Court next month. Three people have been charged after a pensioner was held down while her house was burgled in Swanscombe. The victim, who's in her 70s, reported being pinned to the floor by one of the suspects, while the others took cash and a bank card from the property in Manor Road. Two men in their 30s and one who's aged 54 are due at Crown Court later this month. Now, a Kent MP is calling on the government to review a ban on fracking to help ease the energy 
energy crisis. It's a controversial process and it involves drilling down into the earth and releasing shale gas, which can be used for fuel. South Thanet's Craig McKinley wants the UK to start exploring it as an option again. But Mark Hood, who's a Green Party councillor at Kent County Council, has described the idea as ludicrous. He's been speaking to our political reporter, Paul Francis. I thought this had been put to bed. Um, the whole idea that we can frack our way out of trouble um, is just plainly ludicrous. We've had long-standing campaigns in uh, East Kent. We've had them in Sussex. We've had them across the northwest of England, where communities have made it abundantly clear that they're not um, they're not going to have it. We don't need we don't need fracking. We don't want fracking in our communities especially in places like Kent where we need the aquifers that can be polluted by fracking um, in order to uh, supply our our, um, drinking water so this is plainly ludicrous I mean Craig McKinley is uh, he's detached from reality I mean he's so off message from his party it's it's beyond belief. Uh, He argues that uh, relying on Russia for example to increase its uh, supply is, uh, is is lunacy is, is the word he's used when we're sitting on potential potentially gas reserves which could last 50 years we've we've got reserves gas reserves already we don't need to frack um, we're transitioning away from from gas aren't we we're not meant to be having gas boilers installed in new buildings from 2025 so where's this gas going to be going um, for, in, in terms of the domestic market, it's not going to be there, is it? Um, if we want to, if we want to really transition uh, to a, a, a situation where we've got fuel st- uh, stability and indeed and security, we need to be investing hugely in renewables. I mean, things like tidal lagoons. We haven't, we barely touched that. You know, um, we've got onshore wind. We had a, we had a moratorium on that. We need to get going on that again. Um, solar is um, is so important, and of course, it's it's cutting the need to heat in in the first instance. If we had, if we'd stuck to the government's commitments to have um, carbon neutral housing, I think 2015 his government uh, did a U-turn on that. Um, then we wouldn't we wouldn't need the energy um, in the first place to heat our homes. We'd need much much less of it. Now we know in the past there have been applications exploratory drilling uh, licenses what's happened to those are they being are they lapsed or are they being relinquished well i know that there was there was exploratory drilling down in balcombe and at horse hill um, that's in sussex and surrey um, as far as i'm aware the that's all that's all ended um, i mean the public think that this has been put to bed and and, and most most right thinking um, people would would agree that that that, that is um, the, the way ahead. This the the geology in our country isn't suitable for this, and the and we're we're told, aren't we, that the um, that we need to keep we need to keep fossil fuels in the ground. Ninety percent of um, fossil fuels need to be ke- uh, left in the ground. So um, this is this is just for the birds. This all comes as it's understood the future of at least four energy companies is hanging in the balance. It's believed they could collapse by the end of the day and are in talks with regulator Ofgem about what happens to customers. It's all due to rising wholesale energy costs. 
The Kent Online Podcast with Blue Butterfly, Earl Street, Maidstone. We might soon have to pay to get a home COVID test in Kent. At the moment, they're free, but health bosses are considering how they might introduce a charge in future. The costs could vary depending on your job and why you need the test, with businesses like factories potentially expected to pay for their employees. Meantime, latest figures show a rise in the number of coronavirus deaths in Kent. 21 were recorded in the last week of September, compared to 14 in the previous seven days. Infection rates have been going up in the county over the past few weeks, but the number of COVID patients in hospitals has dropped. News from our town centres now, and the Marks and Spencer in the middle of Maidstone is going to close permanently after Christmas. It's one of our most read stories today. Bosses say shutting the store on Week Street is part of plans to rebuild and reshuffle after the company suffered record losses during the pandemic. A new branch at the Eclipse Park on the edge of town opened just over a year ago. Elsewhere, it's been confirmed Canterbury's Odeon Cinema will remain closed until next year. The building on St George's Place is currently being used as a Covid vaccination centre. And the former Debenhams in Chatham could be redeveloped as part of plans to improve the town centre. There's almost £10 million of funding available to regenerate the high street. Council bosses also have plans for a medical clinic in the Pentagon. Kent Online reports. A community farm on Sheppey that gives children the chance to work with animals has celebrated its third birthday. Curly's was set up on 10 acres of land by dads Gary and Kyle Ratcliffe as a thank you to everyone who helped when TV show DIY SOS rebuilt their bungalow. The pair have four children, three of whom have special needs. Kyle says the farm gives youngsters a real life experience. So we make everybody a farmer for the day. Um, it's hands-on, you are in with the animals. Um, and that can range from for our smaller little little tiny farmers that are three years old from sort of feeding the chickens, collecting the eggs, up to our larger animals with more needs. Um, the young people can be in with helping with lambing, farrowing with our pigs, feeding the cows, moving a flock of sheep from one area to the farm to another. They are farmers, we're teaching them farming skills that hopefully they can then take and go and use in the community and at home. We work with a large number of schools. We also work with social services. We also work with fostering agencies and adoption agencies for people that, young people that they can't get into school. So we offer respite. So some of our young people have complex needs. Finding respite carers can be difficult. So we offer a respite service where the young people can come to the farm for the day, giving their carers or their parents a break. Um, we also work with young people that won't and can't access school. They're either at the school to meet their needs, or they have a range of behavioural issues or difficulties that means that schools can't take them in. Um, and we work with them to get them ready for school so that we can find them a school place. Hopefully, for that young person, if they're, if they're in foster care, it means that the foster family is less likely to break down because they can get a school place and there can be that longevity of support in school and, and here. So the good thing about Curly's Farm is that it's an 11-acre classroom. Um, so we, don't, it, we have no walls, you know. Uh, it's very difficult uh, to put in words how a young person can work with sheep, cows, alpacas and how that enables them to actually self-regulate their behaviour. Um, it gives them responsibility, it gives them ownership, um, it gives them a place to belong. But and as well as all of that, they're making friends. 
um, the taking of risk, so the calculating risk um, and making decisions that maybe their peers of their similar age wouldn't be making. So it's equipping them with tools and the abilities to become a better individual um, and our staff, all of my staff, then support the young people in doing that. Want to bear in mind, if you're travelling over the next few days, a bridge over the M20 is going to be closed for essential maintenance this weekend. Station Road, which crosses the motorway between junctions 4 for Laybourne and 5 for Aylesford, will also be shut overnight next Monday and Tuesday. Works needed to replace the joints as well as waterproofing and resurfacing. We've got details of the diversion route in the story at Kent Online. A former pub in Dover could be transformed into a children's home. Plans have been submitted to convert the White Horse building and church Hill in Athorn into a residence for youngsters with autism and ADHD. It's due to be voted on by bosses tomorrow. At Kent Online, you can see pictures of a house that's partially collapsed in Hythe. The wall of a property on Albion Place has come down, leaving a huge pile of rubble. Neighbours say there's been a crack there for years, but it's understood no one's currently living in the house, which was due to be redeveloped. A concert is taking place in Raynham tonight as part of Baby Loss Awareness Week. Jamie Johnson from The Voice will be at St Margaret's Church for charity Making Miracles. He'll be performing under 400 pink and blue umbrellas that have been suspended from the ceiling to represent just a fraction of the babies lost. You can hear from the Making Miracles founder if you listen back to Monday's podcast. A curry restaurant in Rochester has been named the best in Britain. The Shosner has been voted top of this year's curry awards. The owner says it's been a tough time recently but they're delighted to have been recognised on a national scale and the Kent Online podcast has been hearing how a toy company in Margate is bringing model railways to a whole new generation. Hornby has been based in the seaside town for 66 years and they're now bringing out a new range for younger children. Montana Horan says it's a great hobby for the modern age. Hornby actually celebrated its centenary last year so we're into our 101 year now. Um, it's a brand that's been through so many different eras, um, seen so many different changes over the last 100 years. Um, and something that we're looking to do now is to bring sort of extra life to the brand, introduce it to a younger audience. Many of our loyal customers have been brought up with the hobby. So from the age of you know three, four, all the way through to an older age now, they've been um, sort of so connected to the brand and it's been a huge part of their life so what we're doing now is looking to bring in that younger audience we've just introduced a brand new uh, model railway toy range which is really exciting so that's going to be available for Christmas Um, so yeah just making sure that we're targeting all audiences um, and keeping the brand fresh and, and new and exciting. Model Railways is a really, really lovely hobby, um, and I'm not being biased there. Um, it's something that is a good distraction from TV, mobiles, tablets that you see kids so distracted by these days. Um, something that is really special about Model Railways is that we see people start at whatever age, and it's a lifetime's journey hobby that you can carry on forever. Um, it's not something that goes out of fashion, that outdates. It can be as creative as you like. So, you know, a lot of people think of a train set as, you know, 
some track and a train going around it but it's so much more than that um you know from building a layout adding scenery adding grass adding buildings adding resin people uh, there's really kind of no limits when it comes to model railways and kind of building that that adventure and setting up on that model railway journey so it's um it's something that's really special um as i mentioned we have got an entry-level range of toys that are now in stock called play trains um they've got characters within the range it's really exciting so yeah we've really got something to kind of cater to to all audiences I think, as we know, we're a generation, not only children, but adults as well, where we've always got our phone in our hand or our laptop in front of us. And I think that that is just what what the world is like now. But in terms of drawing children in, um, you know, it's something that we we do have the ability to do when we go to model railway exhibitions, we see lots of kids and the products that are as part of our main range aren't really suitable for them they're so detailed and so intricate so being able to let them kind of enter the model railway world with this new range is um is really exciting a new tv series showing how hornby make their train sets is currently being shown on channel yesterday you can see it on mondays at 9 p.m Kent Online Sport. Football and former Gravesend Grammar School pupil Fikeo Tomori didn't make an appearance for England last night. The 23-year-old was in the squad for their World Cup qualifier against Hungary at Wembley. It ended one all. And Whitstable have beaten Gillingham in the semi-finals of the Kent Senior Cup. The Jules were resting most of their best players and lost 1-0 last night. Whitstable will face Dartford for the delayed 2019-2020 title. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can subscribe to the IM News app. That will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. To do it, just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Butterfly, the go-to cocktail bar and place to meet on Earl Street, Maidstone. Bluebutterfly.co.uk